best way to control UA is through diet. And you talk about the diet, you talk about the LUV diet, right? The lower uric value diet. Would you describe that, that diet? So we, we created the love diet. It's, it's a great name, it lower is. uric values. Uh, and people say they love it. And of course, that puts a smile on my face. So this is a diet that not only is really careful in terms of, of obviously fructose, uh, but purines as well. And in addition, has lots of hero ingredients that have natural bioflavonoids that target the enzyme important in making uric acid called xanthine oxidase. Uh, and, you know, these are foods like the cruciferous vegetables, red onions, et cetera, cherries. The, in fact, the O, I don't know if you noticed that, the O on drop acid is a cherry. And we did that because tart cherries actually have been used as gout therapy for three or four decades, and they work. So for a variety of reasons. And I, I would say that, yes, we have 40 recipes in the book, but beyond the food, um, getting back to that enzyme that makes uric acid in your body called xanthine oxidase, that is the target of gout drugs. So drugs that are used to dramatically lower the uric acid, like one called allopurinol, we talk about it in the book, in terms of the science showing that you know, interventional trials using the, the gout drug has shown lower blood uh, pressure and better metabolic function, even though it's just being used for gout. But having said that, there are natural supplements like something called quercetin uh, and luteolin that target the exact enzyme and are almost the same uh, power in terms of their ability to lower that enzyme function as the gout drugs. So quercetin, 500 milligrams a day, that's a health food store, online kind of an item. Uh, vitamin C, 500 milligrams per day, helps us uh, re, uh, eliminate uric acid through the urine. Uh, there's one other bioflavonoid that's like quercetin, but really effective as well, called luteolin, L-U-T-E-O-L-I-N. And a dosage of that is about 100 milligrams per day. So when you catch everything on the front end, like fructose and purines, and then on the back end, in terms of the metabolism, the formation of uric acid by uh, looking at things like quercetin and luteolin and vitamin C, uh, generally people are going to be very richly rewarded by regaining control over their uric acid. And again, you have to know what that number is, and it's super easy. So this is about you know, being empowered at home with this new understanding uh, that really becomes a powerful new tool in the toolbox. So, uh, yeah, so looking at the purines, what, what would be the, the main sources of purines uh, in diet? Generally, purine high foods are the animal foods uh, like liver, <clears throat> kidney, uh, shellfish, scallops, mussels, small fish like sardines and anchovies that I enjoy. I still eat them. My uric acid's good. Uh, and these are foods that are very cellular. Anything that's really cellular is going to have uh, higher levels of DNA, RNA, and therefore create these purines to make uric acid. So uh, again, uh, you, if you know your uric acid and it's in a good range, uh, that, you know, below 5.5, then you want to have some anchovies on your Caesar salad, go for it. I do. And I love it. I always loved anchovies and still do. Uh, the biggest issue, again, is fructose and then alcohol. And it turns out that as we talk about alcohol, 
there it's not all equal that hard alcohol raises uric acid that wine is pretty neutral in men and wine especially red wine in women is actually associated with a lower uric acid and then finally beer has alcohol so it raises uric acid but beer is rich in purines because it's made from yeast yeast is very cellular so beer is dramatically associated with higher uric acid and as such we now understand why people who drink a lot of beer get the beer belly it's not from the calories you can drink light beer day in and day out and you're telling your body to make fat it's not about the calories and the carbs in the beer beer doesn't really have that many carb calories anyway so uh people think oh i'm drinking light beer because it only has 100 calories uh has nothing to do with it it's alcohol and purines telling your body make uric acid so i did see that like uh, uh, japan has purine free beer now they do the, they do uh, for people who can't give up their beer i guess there are always workarounds you know that's yeah. and it may and these workarounds may not be uh you know all or none they may be simply reducing uh you know as it relates to fruit juice i, I don't drink fruit juice, but I drink kombucha that has a little sugar in it, but I dilute it three to one with water. And I, I enjoy that. So that's a workaround. Uh, so there are lots of things that people can do. And, and I'm not going to want anyone to minimize the importance of those supplements I just mentioned. They're really effective. I mean, you know, people talk about supplements saying, oh, this is a great antioxidant and this is a great anti-inflammatory or what have you. You don't really ever get a sense as to the benefit when you're taking you don't feel any different but here with quercetin luteolin vitamin c you will be able to measure the effectiveness of those simple supplements uh, on your uric acid monitor and i i would think around the world that those should probably be available yeah i quercetin is certainly something we hear a lot about because it's a senolytic as well um, and that's right. There's a, a lot of upsides to quercetin. And as you mentioned, it's senolytic properties, something that's been talked about, you know, certainly quite a lot lately as we realize the importance of, of getting rid of senescent uh, immune cells in the context of COVID. The other thing that quercetin uh, has been popularized for is its ability to activate a metabolic pathway called AMPK. AMPK is a, a, a signaling system in the body that basically tells us the hunting is good. You're not going to starve. Don't make fat. Don't raise the blood sugar. Everything's fine. Now, interestingly, that's sort of opposite of what we've been talking about, isn't it, with respect to uric acid? That's because uh, uric acid, another of its dastardly deeds, is it turns off AMPK, saying, oh, no, hunting is not fine. And it activates a different pathway called AMPD, AMP deaminase. And that's AMP kinase's evil twin. That's saying that, hey, there is no food, make fat, raise the blood sugar, raise the blood pressure. How about uh, coffee and tea? Uh, are they- All in, all, all in. in. Gratefully, yes, coffee yes. and tea all in. Actually coffee more than tea, uh, but tea as well. Uh, and that coffee can even be decaf. Uh, so it's it's not the caffeine uh, that seems to be effective. It may be others of the uh, polyphenols, but it may also be what's called caffeic acid uh, that is related to its uric acid lowering ability. So gratefully, coffee is in. 